Hi, I'm Claire Tompkins, The Clutter Coach, and this is the Organize Your Life podcast. I coach people to get organized, use their time better, quit procrastinating, and be more productive. You can find me on livecoach.io for phone and video coaching, and on my website, cluttercoach.net, for in-person organizing help and my books. Okay, here we go. This is podcast 140, and it's called Speak Your Clutter Aloud. Whenever I start working with a client, the first thing we do is take a tour. This is partly, of course, for me to find out what's going on with the client, but it's also for the client to become more aware of what's going on. The thing is, even if you have clutter that bothers you and you want to do something about it, your awareness of it waxes and wanes. It waxes when you stub your toe on some annoying object that should not be on the floor in that spot or in the house at all, for crying out loud, and now my toe is killing me. When one item of clutter reminds you of its existence, usually in a way that's not pleasant, then you suddenly notice all the other clutter that you wish wasn't there. Your attention to clutter wanes during the course of everyday life, when things for the most part stay put and out of your way, or you have accommodated them by not using parts of your home. You're busy doing other things. The clutter simply isn't on your mind. When a client gives me a tour and I ask her to tell me what's in all the cabinets and drawers and I ask questions about what I see on shelves and tabletops, the clutter awareness comes roaring back. In the kitchen, she points to three cabinet shelves devoted to coffee mugs and can't help thinking to herself, or actually telling me out loud, wow, that's a lot of coffee mugs. Or she hears herself say about the miscellany of cups and plates on the very top shelf, those are the ones we don't use. We own them, we let them take up space in our kitchen, yet we don't use them, not ever. If you want to hire me to provide this kind of reality check for you, either in person or remotely, send me an email, claire at cluttercoach.net. And if that doesn't work for you, here's another idea. Just pretend that I'm there. Seriously. Go to whatever room has clutter you'd like to eliminate and act like you're conducting a tour for me. And you must do this out loud. That's critical. You'll be talking to yourself, but that's fine. In fact, external self-talk has been proven to improve memory retention and to help people find things faster. It helps because saying the name of a thing focuses your attention on that one thing that you're looking for. It brings it up out of the constant stream of thoughts in your mind that's going on there all the time. As I've said before, dealing with clutter is making yourself see the individual trees and not the entire forest. You can't declutter a forest. You have to do it tree by tree. Say we're in your home office. While you would normally go straight to your desk, the tour needs to include everything. So we start with what's to the left of the door when we walk in. There's a tote bag, a briefcase, a cardboard box with some books stacked on it, and a coiled up power strip before we get to the desk. Some of those things have been there a while. The tote bag has an item you need to return to the store. The briefcase contains your partner's old laptop that you thought you might start using yourself one of these days. The books need to get back to their original owners. The box, um, well, you can't remember exactly what's in the box. Oh, it's the tax documents that you got back from the accountant five months ago. Yeah, that's right. Normally, you don't even see these things anymore. Yet, you have a sense that your office is too cluttered. It's not until they jump back into your awareness, like making you trip on them, that you can see them or somebody like me makes you see them. Side note, this is why I discourage people from keeping things out so they are reminded of them. This works for maybe three to five items, but beyond that, your brain will just tune them out. 
Language is the way that we give form to our worlds so that we can share them outside of ourselves. Language describes and identifies things so that we can view them more objectively. You activate the language center of your brain, which slows your thinking process down so that you can examine it. This is all super important. Here's what you can do right now. Choose that cluttered spot you want to tackle but haven't been able to. Start your audio tour at one edge so that you go all the way along the wall or across the surface or whatever it is without leaving anything out. Be specific. Don't just say, here are my clothes. Say, here's a stack of t-shirts. Then there's a stack of sweaters. And then there's a stack of workout gear. And then behind that, there are three more stacks of t-shirts. Note that I am not making a judgment about how many t-shirts anybody should own, but I regularly hear people express surprise when they enumerate the number of any single item they have. It's just for your own information so that you can make accurate decisions about what you want to declutter and bring that information into your conscious mind. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Claire Tompkins, The Clutter Coach. If you like the show, I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review in iTunes. You can subscribe, too, so the podcast will be ready and waiting for you to listen to it. The show is available on SoundCloud and Stitcher as well. And you'll find the show notes on my blog at www.cluttercoach.net. See you next time. Mm-hmm.